This is the great show I have from the Hellfire Symphony, and you're listening to the Oversell Podcast. Stay tuned with them, or I'm going to send you to hell. It is episode 105, and we are talking all things professional wrestling in our recent visit on Monday Night Raw. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. And we are here to talk a little professional wrestling, man. Um, before we get into some wrestling talk here, Mike, we've got Buffy going on the TV. <laughs> you know what Buffy was missing on a couple episodes? Me. Professional wrestlers. I don't think there's ever a professional wrestler on the show. I wouldn't be surprised if there was one or two that were vampires that you Ju- never saw. I, I would, it, would surpri- it would not shock me at all. If um, Joey Ryan made an appearance <laughs> on Buffy for an episode, how old would he have been back then? No, nah, he, he would not old enough. Not old enough. It's such a great show, though. It really was. Joss Whedon at his best. We could we could do easily a whole hour talking Buffy. Oh, dude, no no lie. <laughs> but on to wrestling things. Um, quite a good week in wrestling. If you, at least for us, it, it was a very good week. Um, Monday Night Raw was in Memphis, Tennessee. Me and Mike were in the house. Yes, we were. And uh, let's just go through the show. What do you say? Okay. What'd you like about it? I liked that we didn't pay, but that's just me being greedy. (laughs) But that's how we do it. Uh, I mean, things that stick out, obviously, the the Reigns-Cena segment. Mm -hmm. That was just amazing. I mean, that was one of the times where... You know, we're we usually know what's going on storyline wise and you know, what's legit heat and what's not, but I mean that's one of the few times where when I was watching it, you're sitting there thinking, you know, and I know we even looked at each other and kinda questioned it, but it you know, are they going off script? Is this is this like legit? Are they just really going back and forth at each other now? I mean they they did such a great performance. You you really questioned if they were just going to actually throw down and start beating the hell out of each other. You know, it's a great segment when I look at you and I and Mike. You know, I'm not really a big Cena guy, yeah. but I look at you and it's like he won me over with that promo. Yeah, but I did find it funny when they he called Reigns a corporately created John Cena, which bootleg, yeah. bootleg yeah. John Cena, which <laughs> John. I don't know if you know this, but you were corporately created as well yeah so but still that promo that whole segment was just awesome um i was bummed we didn't see joe but then finding out he had a knee injury over the weekend completely fine i mean it sucks he got hurt really wanted to see him no braun Strowman either and i didn't hear any news on that uh i read that he wasn't there because they they really don't want him and lesnar on the same show or like you know, at the same time, unless there's going to be some sort of physical altercation. And since they had just done that the previous week, they're going to kind of alternate weeks and then probably the, the go-home Raw, they'll get into it again, you know, right before the pay-per-view. I guess that kind of makes sense. I still wanted to see him live. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. 
the battle royal I thought was really good and really well done. It's a good the, way to start the show. Um, the spot with the Hardys keeping throwing people into the corner to big just to get slapped <laughs> in the chest yeah. by Big Show was great. And uh, I'm get, like I haven't gone back and watched it, so I don't know if that was on air at that time or if that was during a commercial break. And that's a good point. I haven't that. either, but that was still a great spot. Yeah. And you know, being I, there for a Finn Balor entrance, regardless if it's the demon or not, that's and, you know there are that's people just amazing. Um, I did get a text from my friend Fred after he watched it at the letter K F A B E connection on Twitter. Um, that people were booing him on the uh, by the entrance by his entrance by the ramp. Huh. People were booing, th- giving him the thumbs down. But I guarantee you that at the other ninety percent of the arena were throwing their oh, hands yeah. up when he did that in his entrance. But oh, it, absolutely! It was, it was so awesome. Um, but I thought the battle royal was really, really well done. You had that. I I thought Finn Balor was going to be the winner. I told you that while we were sitting in the stands, and you were like. They're not just going to let Bray Wyatt die, which was good on your yep. end because Bray Wyatt interfered. <laughs> uh, but Jeff Hardy, I think, got one of the best pops of the night when he won. Uh, <laughs> no, he the, got it from us because we were so glad that Jason Jordan didn't win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not only that, but I think the whole crowd like really popped. Yeah, really popped well when um, he got the win. Uh, I I thought I was kind of also rooting for Elias Sampson just because it would be cool, right? But I because he came back out later to. Yeah, beat up Pelvis Wesley. Yeah, Pelvis Wesley. I think Lawler should have just gone to the ring and fought him, but that would have yeah. been. But I guess it kind of, it kind of gets Elias over in a way, beating up up character people love. Right. Um. What else happened? What else happened? Emma and Mickey James garnered <laughs> an- absolutely no reaction <laughs> whatsoever. Emma was there though. I mean, and she won a match. When was the last time that happened? I well, I see. It, it's I see. It's kind of like a um. A tree falling in the woods. If a tree falls in the woods and no one sees or hear it, did it really fall? And, and not a lot of people were paying attention, so I might be the only one that knows him will win that match. Yeah, you might be because <laughs> from the way it, from the way the crowd was, I mean, we were dead at that spot. Yeah. But was that that was before the scene of rains, or was that afterwards? I don't really remember. I can understand if it was but afterwards because know, we were kind of spent. We were there three and a half hours. So <laughs> yeah, get there at five thirty. And we'll talk to you. Oh, we're talking to you right now. Show starts at six twenty-five. Yeah. Um, Mustafa Ali had a good dark match against yeah. Aria Davari. That was cool. I like Mustafa Ali. That's one athletic song bit. Yeah. Um, Brock got a great reaction he, when he showed. He up. He always gets big reaction everywhere he goes. I it wasn't from not from. Well. Me. I can say I did my part in not reacting. <laughs> to. I still love the line from Paul Heyman, and he may have even said it, you know, prior to this past Monday, but. How he really got Braun Strowman over and saying that I don't believe in monsters, but I believe Braun Strowman is one, mm-hmm. and that's that's only a, that's a line that only Paul Heyman could come up with, mm-hmm. and that really sells how big you know Strowman is and how big of a threat he is. And Paul Heyman does that with every person he oh, yeah. gets a promo with. I mean, I mean he just- he sells matches without there being any interaction between the two wrestlers that are going to be in the match. Yep, a lot of cursing you not know, noticed. Yeah, because Brock cursed. Rain said "ass" and "bitch." Well, Brock always gets that line. I mean, whenever he does speak, that's all he says is that one line. You know, mm-hmm. "Suplex City, bitch." But when Cena and Reigns were going back and forth at each other, that was you know you weren't yeah. expecting that, especially from Cena. You know the yeah. Well, didn't Rain say "punk ass bitch"? Yeah, yeah. So Reigns, you know, they're supposed to. He's supposed to be a face as well. Well, I don't remember faces really supposed yeah. to be saying. And then you know, 
I actually saw online earlier today that Roman Reigns in an interview said that, you know, he's not a face or a heel. He's he's just he says that he's like that first just gray area guy, you know. Some well, days he's gonna go out and he might be in a good mood and get a decent reaction and then he might come out being pissed and you know that's the reaction he's going with and when that's right just now his character. when right now your claim to fame or what you're sticking to is i retired the undertaker to me that's a heel statement yeah that is a heel statement which they're saying now undertaker may have one more match yeah they're now please don't that. please yeah. don't the, the way they did everything with the whole his, gloves and the hat in yeah. the middle of the ring yeah, just and left it there. it there while the ring was being all, torn down it's all they yeah. had to do yeah it's all they had to do Induct him this year into the Hall of Fame and be over with. Which him. did you see? Who the first person they're saying may get in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, who they're throwing out there right now? Blue Tista. Yeah, that, hey, if you wore a blue suit, that would be <laughs> hilarious, and it would shut up. All, or actually, no, don't do that because then you're going to incite all the dumb people that are there. Yeah, but it it would be cool on his part if he did that because he he knows the whole Blue Tista thing. Yeah, and it'd be cool if he just showed up wearing that just to kind of take a jab back. He's like, yeah. I don't really give a shit anymore, you know. Uh, what else happened on Raw? The uh, before we get to the main event, which I thought it was awesome that in Memphis two women were main eventing the show yeah. for that title. But mm-hmm. um, what there's that was the second time they've been here in a row that that's happened. Because when we were here for SmackDown, was, it was uh, it was the steel cage match with Alexa Bliss and Charlotte. No. <laughs> Was it no, Sasha? Becky, Becky Lynch. It was Becky, Becky yeah, Becky yeah. Lynch, because Becky that's where Mickey James came out. Right. Yeah. The tight blue spandex. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else happened? Uh, it's a long show. It's kind of hard to remember. You know, uh, I liked uh, Miz. Yeah. Miz cutting a promo about respect and everything, man. He That started that. Yeah. That started the over-the-top battle royal. I am telling you, he is one of the best mic workers they have in the WWE right now. I agree. Uh, he has killed been killing it. In the past two years, he's really, really turned up his game. That's because I think they're letting him do his own promos now. They're not... They're not scripting him. Right. No. They're outlining, hey, get this and this and this and this. Here are in. the bullet points, but we trust your, your abilities. Which I saw someone try to say on Twitter that the difference between CM Punk's pipe bomb and what Reigns and Cena did is... Um, CM Punk came up with the whole promo itself, and their, theirs was very scripted. And I'm like, ah. Well, you know, Dave Meltzer says that it was scripted, and Vince McMahon actually sat down with both of them beforehand, and, you know, here's what I want y'all to say, and said basically they pretty much went word for word of what they were supposed to say, except for that one part where Reigns actually forgot his line and then Cena kind of mocked him for it. Okay, interesting. Uh, let's see, let's see what else happened on Raw that we got to see that we liked. Uh, n- other than that, no Bray Wyatt promo. I thought that was no, interesting. He just showed up real quick, beat inter- the hell out of which they had the dark match later on, right? Um, which uh, Finn Balor went over. Of course, they're going to send the crowd home happy. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, let's see, you know, being there live, you forget a lot more than you remember. Yeah. Of course, it was also three hour, three and a half hours. Uh, there was the. Uh, oh, Enzo came out. Yeah, had he, his. He got his pop. They everyone mocked his in, or you know, chanted the entrance with him, and then they died. Oh yeah, yeah. 
But I, I mean, the the fans now they're just not into the cruiserweights anymore. Yep, I like agree. It, it's and, lost its appeal, really, and and I mean, it's ever since it debuted, it's been steadily declining because you know the cruiserweight open was amazing. But then, but they once didn't they actually everyone, got on to... And they didn't really get all the best talent from that Cruiserweight right. Classic in Zack Sabre Jr. and in Ibushi. Right. They went on, they they did, they did got their check and they got the hell out of there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if they weren't presented on Raw every week and just did 205, there may be a better reaction to right. it. Right. Or if they didn't have 205 Live and... yeah. That's probably that probably be the better thing is just yeah. make them a part of Raw because I, I want to see matches that have the cruiserweights and heavyweights working together in it. Yeah, because you can tell stories there easily, or or you can have cruiserweights versus a main heavyweight in a handicap match or something like that. Um, I want I'd like to see them involved with the main roster more instead of them being their own contain self contained right element on the show. <coughs> A couple other matches uh, between the tag teams. They had the singles matches of Rollins and, let's see, it was Rollins and Cesaro and then Ambrose and Sheamus. And I guess there was something wrong going on with TV because it seemed like they had to wait around a long time for that match to start. Yeah. I wonder what was going on. I didn't go back and watch it. It could have just been... Because, uh, you know, I did an interview with Wade Keller after the show, and he asked, like, what were they doing that whole time? So I'm wondering if there was something wrong with the USA feed, and they were kept running commercials to cover what they, what happened. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's no telling. But all they did was just pace around and walk and wait it and out. That was it, yeah. Yeah, because the lights were off too, weren't they? Yeah, pretty much any time there was a – there was like a commercial break and there wasn't already – you know, like a match going on at the time. They they dim the lights, show a little video package for us, you know, some sort of commercial or something, and then bring the lights back up. Whoever just got to the ring, their music returns to playing, and they just go from there. Yep. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. So we had those guys take on each of the um, uh, former tag team champions. All right. Cesaro and Sheamus. I think Sheamus beat Rollins, but Ambrose beat Cesaro. Is that right? Or the other way around. Because Rollins and Cesaro Rollins. beat Rollins, and then Ambrose beat Sheamus. Yeah, because okay. Rollins and Cesaro were first match. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and they were pretty good matches. Yeah. Can't complain much. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think that just leaves the main event, right? If there was anything else, it obviously wasn't worth talking about. <laughs> yeah. I kind of trying to, and then Elias Sampson came out and beat the hell out of Pelvis Wesley. Right. Um, I which, mean, Lawler got the huge pop, as always. Oh, yeah. Biggest pop of the night is Lawler in Memphis, of course. Um, which brings us to the main event, Sasha and Alexa Bliss. Um, and I'm going to read you uh, an interesting stat here. Let me see. Uh, do, 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 do. I gotta find it here. My friend Fred, the letter at uh, K F A B E connection on Twitter sent it to me. The do, 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 do. Fred, 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 where are you on here, Fred? Did he send it to our group text, maybe? 
And of course, my phone's being slow. Excuse me. Let's see here. Let's see here. Well, you're looking for that. We mentioned uh, Dave Meltzer earlier. Do you see that Lawler made a comment about Meltzer? Uh, yeah, on Dinner with the King. Yeah, on his called podcast. him a dweeb and how he just doesn't like Meltzer at all, and basically doesn't like anybody that you know gives away the backstage stuff of WWE. Or well, even the WWE, I don't, I kind of don't disagree with that because even the WWE gives away backstage stuff with right. WWE with the 24 shows they do. Right. With, you know, a bat, the what was the um, show with the NXT guys? Breaking Ground. Breaking Ground. Yeah. Stuff like that. The business has been broken since the internet was invented, you know. Hell, I remember a show on Channel 5. One time I watched it gave away all the secrets of professional wrestling and all that stuff. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It was like, so they had these guys and they were all wearing masks. Even the referee had like a special referee mask right. that was painted with, painted with black and white stripes so that none of these guys... Could be no, uh, right. could be identified, and they uh, they showed how like when they rub a guy's face up against the ropes, he really has his hand protecting him. Yeah, and they and gave away all sorts of things. Here's what I found that my friend Fred sent me: the Raw. We're gonna go through the Raw Women's Championship history. You ready? Good. Charlotte, Sasha, Charlotte, Sasha, Charlotte, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey. Alexa, Sasha, Alexa. Yep. Good Lord. <laughs> that is just... And what's that, five? Five different yep. women that have held it? And we're going to go... Here's um, a look at... Fred also sent me this. Uh, Did that by, by chance have like the, the uh, times between them? I've got Charlotte's or Sasha's, Sasha's reigning of titles here. Uh, Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte on Raw July 25th, 2016. Lost it at SummerSlam 2016 for a race for a day for a reign right. of 27 days. Char- Sasha got it back October 3rd, 2016. Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte 27 days. Lost it to Helena, her and Helena Cell. Right. Sasha Banks defeats Charlotte November 26, 2016 on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Charlotte got it back Roadblock 2016 for 28 days. Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss at SummerSlam 2017 and then gave the title back up August 28, 2017 for eight days. Yep. Now, if you're going to have a championship like this, why am I only seeing the longest reign Sasha had with it was 28 days? Yep. You, that's a hot potato title. It diminishes the value of that title, belt, championship, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, immensely. By uh, why, if you're gonna have Alec- Sasha drop it to Alexa, why did she even win it? Yeah, I don't understand the the booking of it right now. I don't either. I love I love that. I match, mean, in, in, unless all it is is one of those kind of backass ways to like build up Sasha Banks. It's like, yeah, she's always going to be a threat because now she's a you know, a former four-time champion. Or Hell, Alexa's already a four-time champion now. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And how long has she been up on the roster? She's already a four-time champion. Long title reigns. Well, I mean, people. she was... Alexa was, what, the last one drafted in the 
the original draft, like last year? I think so. I know she was at least the last woman drafted, I think. That sounds right. That sounds right. So, I mean, she's been around basically a year and four-time oh, yes, four champion. Title rings. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy, <laughs> insane. Um, but I like their match they had on Raw. I thought it was a good match. Uh, and it, it and looked it, pretty stiff, too. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, there's it, allegedly, you know, real heat between them. You know, they really don't like each other. Um, and the ending seemed kind of quick. Like, it just happened. And, of course, Nia Jax comes out there to celebrate. And the Memphis crowd went crazy when she yeah. dropped Alexa. And, we and all she even teased it first. You know, first you come out, and as soon as she walks down the ramp, you're thinking, oh, she's going to turn now. And then as soon as she gets in the ring, you're like, okay, here it comes. Oh, no, she just splashed Sasha in the in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then comes, picks her up. It's like, oh, okay, okay, everything's cool. She's not going to do it. And then as soon as she put her up on her shoulders, everybody knew that, you know, she was getting dropped. And she did. Yep. And the crowd went crazy mm-hmm. and got a great reaction. I don't know if it was just because it was a big event or if people were really excited that we're going to get Alexa and Nia as the next uh, championship feud, plus Sasha thrown in. So they may do some, you know, triple threat or something like that. But Yeah, because uh, technically Sasha should get her rematch. And uh, So that's really it on Raw. Um, I didn't really get to watch SmackDown this week. Uh, but I did get to watch NXT. I haven't week. watched NXT, but I have watched all of the Mae Young Classic so far. Okay, well, I'm going to watch it this next week, and we'll have we'll recap everything up to date. Because um, does the does the next round come out next week? Is that how they're doing it? Or? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, I watched NXT, uh, and NXT is in in good hands right now. I would say. Oh yeah. Um, we got uh, Ruby Riot taking on uh, Peyton Royce. They had an all right match. Um, Bobby Roode and Roddy Strong. Roddy Strong, yeah. And and Bobby Roode, you can tell, is kind of handling handing off the reins to a new superstar because he took took the loss. And uh, uh, Roddy Strong's gonna be challenging for the NXT title, I think. Next, he came out because uh, Drew McIntyre cut a promo. Challenging anyone, and Roderick Strong came out, answered him, and right. um, Roddy got the win. Afterwards, Drew McIntyre comes up to hold the belt, and who comes out to attack him? Well, I know. I Adam, figured you were saying. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby! And Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish making their presence known. They're chased off by William Regal. But NXT, I think, is in really good hands with Bobby Roode coming up to the... Uh, to the main to roster. SmackDown, yeah. So, it's really good. Really good. What else is going on in the wrestling world? Uh, do we want to get into the PWI 500? We can do or the just top, the top 10. Top I mean, that's, 10, yeah, that's the main. That's all we're going to get for free right now until right. someone leaks it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your boy Okada. Number one. And a lot of people, I don't know, uh, you know, some people... The list is subjective. Oh, of course. And I'll agree with that. Um, but I think that it means something to the wrestlers to be on this list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I always like I like it because they're saying, Hey, who is the most who are the most entertaining wrestlers to watch? Uh and uh, Kazuchika Okada is one of those guys. Oh yeah. He is the star of New Japan Pro Wrestling. 
I mean, he's putting on matches that the WWE wishes they had with him and Omega, him and Naito. I mean, anyone he wrestles with, he makes look like a million bucks oh, yeah. because he is, in fact, a million bucks. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm really excited because I think this is the first time in a few years that a Japanese wrestler, it may be the first time ever that a Japanese wrestler has ever made the top number one. This is the first time a Japanese wrestler has ranked at number one in the PWI 500 and the first wrestler to not be from WWE, WCW, or TNA. First time ever someone? Wow. Yeah. That is a big deal, Yeah, I would say. And that's good for um, New Japan Pro Wrestling as a pro promotion because it's going to be um, – it gets their name out there more. And you can be that turd out there that wants to say <laughs> – I know where I, you're going with this. I've seen these. Oh, you, yeah, that says that the Japanese style is unrealistic as you watch a House of Horrors match mm-hmm. or as you watch Randy Orton and a sadistic cult leader – in a match where projections of maggots and stuff are on stage, which didn't even stop Randy Orton. Right. Or an undead wizard puts wrestlers on his symbol and raises them up into the sky as a sacrifice. Or... Katie Vick. Or Katie... <laughs> uh, yeah, Katie Vick. Or or, or uh, the Japanese style is unrealistic. I choppy choppy your pee-pee. You know, it, it's, and it's so stupid that people have to be that way. Because uh, if, if if why does it affect you so much if I like to watch Japanese wrestling, you know? True. Why does it affect? Why can't it be all about just the wrestling in general? Like we all like different TV shows. Some people like Seinfeld. I don't like Seinfeld, but I'm not going around saying uh, fuck Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm not going around. Yeah, I'm not saying man fuck Seinfeld and it's fuck un- all their fans. Uh, it's unrealistic or anything. The show was about nothing. Why do you watch it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you want to watch Seinfeld? Go watch Seinfeld. Or you know, we're watching Buffy right now, and I'm sure a lot, there's a lot of people out there that thought Buffy wasn't a great show. Well, they're wrong. Well, so I mean, that's you know, and it, and it, it's just it, we all like different TV shows. We all like movies. Some people like godfather other people like me don't like godfather don't like what about goodfellas i hate goodfellas (laughs) that movie is so boring to me i remember we were over at my friend charles house which thank you charles you know why um but i was over and uh they put that movie on and it's just two hours of boring there was just nothing exciting about that movie i cannot i just remember sitting there like is this does this movie have an end it's like seinfeld the movie Mm. it's about nothing i don't get i I don't know it's like we talked about the other day we were you know waiting to get in for raw and we had the same conversation and i always go back to napoleon dynamite how it yeah i hated that movie yeah like um, everybody all my friends at the time like had free passes to go see it and i had to work that day so like everybody went and saw it and came back and they were just ranting and raving just how great it was and then i watched the movie and if facebook would have been as big as it was back then i would have unfriended a shit ton of people for making (laughs) me watch that movie but yeah it it, wrestling is no different than movies than movies everybody has their own taste right right so you know you don't have to go on and parade people you don't have to call people internet nerds because they don't like to watch new japan pro wrestling you don't have to do that you know i for one i love new japan pro wrestling i think it's the best wrestling company today because it's the biggest wrestling company today because wwe is not a wrestling company and they will tell you that yes sports entertainment company. sports entertainment anyway 
Let's get let, who's number. <laughs> let's go through the rest of the top ten. All right, we'll we'll go from ten up. Okay. Uh, number ten, the Miz. Great choice. Great choice. He's had a great year. Cut tons of great promo. Now um, I think his is more mainly not necessarily from wrestling because I mean it doesn't seem like he's having as many matches now. It's just right. he's getting the promo time, and then he'll do his you know one maybe two matches a month and you know get paid that way. But I mean his his promos in the last year year and a half have been top notch, and you know he can hold his own against anybody on the mic right now. I, I completely agree, one hundred percent. There, uh, and you know me, I've never really been a Miz guy. No, 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 you haven't. Yeah. It just really is amazing that all it takes is one, maybe two awesome promos, and all of a sudden you're like, well, this guy. <laughs> We're sold on wrestlers we didn't really care about. Yeah. 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 Uh, next one, number nine. Uh, number nine, the glorious Bobby, Bobby Roode. Yep, the uh, second coming of Triple H in the WWE now, do you think it's? I mean, like some of the, like all right, like I just said with the Miz. Do you think this is really like in ring stuff? Yes. Or with Rude, I think. Or do you think it's more just because his entrance is so popular? I mean, his entrance is popular, but his ring work in NXT has been. Great well, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm not taking that from. I've always liked Bobby Rude back in his you know Impact days and with James Storm and I mean going way back. I've always liked Bobby Rude. He's had a great run as NXT champion to yeah. me. That's why he's on the num- num- on this list. And they're saying, you know, he, they may be pushing him to be like the top face on SmackDown now that Cena's, you know, the free agent, free agent that yeah, just goes where he wants, but n- won't necessarily be around as much anymore. They're they're talking about Bobby Roode may be that that Good. top face. I hope so. I hope so. I like Bobby Roode. Number eight, Samoa Joe, the Samoan Destroyer. Uh, you know, with him, he's just a monster, man. And like I said. I don't think he's really had bad matches since he's come up. Mm. He's he's just looked like a complete badass. He, he's one of those guys like when he gets into that, when he gets into his character and the the promo, you legit believe that he could beat anybody's ass. And you know when when he starts talking his his trash, and I mean just goes point blank going into like detail like what he did to Paul Heyman. He's like you know I'm gonna wrap my arms around your neck. And I'm going to start to slowly squeeze, and before you pass out, you know, and, and just going into you know extreme detail of what he's going to do. I mean, you you believe him, and you believe that he is every time he walks in that that ring, he's going to win. Yep, completely agree. Number seven, this one kind of surprised me actually. Dean Ambrose. I mean, I have nothing against Dean Ambrose. I, I like Ambrose, but I was really surprised that he would get that much top credit and be in the top ten. Yeah, that yeah, I would I, I would say I agree with that as well. Um yeah, I mean, especially, especially with, since Seth Rollins isn't in the top ten. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Especially because he wrestled at pretty much everybody now. We and that <laughs> and I think he wrestled a WrestleMania, a Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Uh he wrestled for a big Ring of Honor show all in one year. Yeah. I uh, maybe he did Bound for Glory too. This past year, I don't remember if he did that or not. I he know may, he did. He, may have he been did up for that. He, he may was have like the first. Gone. He yeah. he did like the first. He did a big shows. And he was yeah. the first person to do it in a, this past year. So that's what shocked me is that Cody Rhodes wouldn't be higher on this list. But Dean Ambrose has been. He's been solid. Yeah, he's been solid. I was just like I said. I was just surprised. Like I honestly would have put Seth Rollins ahead of him. 
He, but Dean just needs, I think, uh, uh, a uh, change of pace. Mm-hmm. You know why they probably didn't have Seth Rollins on it? Didn't he? J- when did he return from injury? Uh, it was this year, wasn't it? So he was, was it this year? I think it was this year because I remember he was doing a match with Roman Reigns and he tried to do that same spot and Roman was really careful and. Well, if so, it was very early because remember he wrestled Triple H at WrestleMania. Yeah, that may have been why he wrestled Triple H, though, was because... Because, I mean, before that, he was... Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Let's ask... figure it out. Let's ask the Google. Google, when did... Google. I'm yahooing Google. (laughs) Because I just don't like... I've done that before, too. I don't like... (laughs) Bing comes up. No. No. Google. No. Google (laughs) me. Google, Google me, bro. Seth Rollins injury. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, that was this year. So he didn't wrestle a lot, so that's probably okay. why he wasn't. Because it went from like, it goes from like what June to June, basically. Yep, and he was out February. <coughs> Seth Rollins right yeah. now. Oh, that was when he got in. He got injured by uh, Samoa Joe. That was his the Samoa Joe injury. When he came in, and Samoa Joe did the whole. Right, thing, and he was out for a couple of months, so they probably since he didn't get to but wrestle he was still, as much. Yeah, he wasn't wrestling, but he was still showing up. Cause, right, right. Yeah, that's how the Triple H match came about. Yep. Uh, number six, Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, part entrance, but part awesome fight style matches. Yeah. Uh, and people will say, "Well, he hasn't really had a." Had a good match on the main card or in in a WWE since Sami Zayn. Like, shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. I've enjoyed anything I've gotten to watch. Not all his early. matches have been good. Maybe not the one he hit the pay per view with Baron Corbin. Yeah, there wasn't really anything special about that match whatsoever. But everybody has a match like that at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just may not be good chemistry between you know who you're with or whatever it may be, but Shinsuke is he's unique. There's nobody else like him. No, absolutely not. And I think that's why he's on the list in the top ten. Yep. Number five, Kenny Omega. And here's where the haters are. Kenny Omega is not one of the best. Fight. Yes, he is. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Yeah. He's actually probably the second best wrestler in the world next to Okada. He's not the best wrestler. He shouldn't be in the top ten because most people don't watch his matches. Right. Because he's not in WWE. They think, well, here's here's what people have a problem with with Kenny Omega was the stuff he did in DDT Mm -hmm. when he wrestled the blow-up doll, when he wrestled the the woman. If you can get, look past that. Look past that, people. I promise if you look past it, You'll see that Kenny Omega is a very special, talented wrestler, um, and you'll see that he's just why he's so good. He has charisma. He's entertaining in his matches. He uh, he he just I can't. There's not enough good words for me to use to describe Kenny Omega because I think he's such a good entertainer. So put down your hater aid. Watch his matches and don't just think, well, this guy wrestled a nine-year-old in a in a in a in a blow-up doll, so he can't be that good. Okay, Cornette. 
Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's really there'd be a lot more Kenny Omega fans if he signed with WWE. They would jump the, the bandwagon and, quick. And the people that hate on him most would be the first one to buy a fucking shirt. Yeah. Guarantee it. Mm-hmm. Guarantee it. And I'm not trying to be that, oh, I've watched Kenny Omega since this guy. I'm trying to be, I, I'm just trying to tell you that. We're, we're trying to tell you that there's more wrestling than just WWE. That's exactly right, which WWE isn't even wrestling. Yeah. Sports entertainment. But everybody considers it that. And, <laughs> I mean, yeah, WWE is the top brand. I mean, that's the one. If if you mention wrestling to somebody, that's the first thing right, they right, think right. of. Right, right, right. The non-casual. Right. And, and you know what's going to be great is some if um, somehow or another WWE does not lock up Daniel Bryan and he lets go, he will go to New Japan and we'll get Daniel oh, yeah. Bryan. And, or uh, maybe back to Ring of Honor or... Yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah, he'll be, go to those two. Right, and, right. And we'll get Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan again. Yeah. He, P- Daniel Bryan is wrestling again. Yeah. And yeah. if he can't do it in WWE, he has no problem Which, leaving that company and going to wrestle again. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that he gets a gets is cleared to wrestle again, and B, you know, sticks it to WWE, goes overseas, and starts working with Okada, yeah. starts working with Omega, and all those guys over yep. there. Number four, Roman Reigns. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Roman Reigns is a top ten performer in my book. There are a lot of Roman Reigns haters, but your boy Jericho even said in an interview, I don't know if you yeah, saw that, it. Now, now, I wouldn't go that far, per se, as what Jericho <laughs> would say, but I, I am definitely not a ha- Roman Reigns hater. Uh, yeah. He That dude, he busts his ass in the ring, and when he got suspended for the wellness violation, yeah. Um, I think it really affected him personally, mm-hmm. and it, it showed that he does have a lot of passion for wrestling because he hated that he wasn't involved yep. in it, and that was very impressive to me how he came back, and you know, we can say that Reigns is protected, Reigns, blah, 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 well, you kind of earn your spot too, Yeah. and when the Shield was doing their thing... You know, he was he was one of the He was the number one guy in the shield. Yeah. I mean he was the right reason people were going nuts for it. Yeah. And you know, we can always go back to that Royal Rumble up until that Royal Rumble, up until Daniel Bryan showed up and then got eliminated. Roman Reigns was the top guy. Everybody was cheering for Reigns. They wanted him to win that. But once Daniel Bryan came back and then got thrown out so early. Yeah. Everybody turned. It wasn't Reigns just happened to be there, and that yep. he took all of the the heat for it basically from the fans. Completely agree. It was it had nothing to do with anything that he had done or not done. It was just the fans were pissed off at WWE because they didn't get what they wanted with Daniel Bryan. Yep, and he's carried that ever since then. Completely agree. Completely yeah. agree. Number three, Kevin Owens. Perfect. <clears throat> Perfect. Kevin Owens, and I st- say this. Say what you want about this feud he has going on with AJ Styles right now. Say what you want. He has not had one bad match since he's joined the WWE. No. Uh, not one whatsoever, which is quite a testimony because he's had thousands of ma- – it seems like he's had a thousand matches since yeah. he's uh, – And he's been he's been up on the main roster, what, two years now mm-hmm. almost? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He's one of the best on the mic. Say what you want about him. He's a fat dude in a t-shirt, blah, blah, blah. Well, the guy can work his ass off. And on Twitter, he is a beast. He slays. (laughs) He slays. Even, well, even, he's like that even in real life to where if someone, like he said, um, I think he was doing a match with Sami Zayn to 
uh, non-Americans. And he told the camera when he came out, he's like, I'm going to have these people chanting USA, and none of us are even from the USA. <laughs> and sure enough, in that match, people were chanting USA. And he looks at the camera, see, I told you, I told you. He just, he's, he has he has such a good mind for the psychology that he needs to do to keep himself to be booed. Yeah. Which, which in turn makes me cheer him. Right. But he, like, uh, going back to SummerSlam a couple weeks ago, the match he had with AJ and uh, Shane O'Mac as the ref. At one point during that match, you know, uh, I think AJ knocked down, he bumped into Shane and Shane got knocked down or whatever, you know, typical ref type thing. Right. And I already know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Then Kevin Owens, like, you know, tried to pin AJ and then noticed that uh, Shane was still out. And then he got up in Shane's face and, you know, you could fall off of buildings and get back up, you know, and get thrown off the hell in a cell and, you know, live to tell about it. But you get knocked down by AJ Styles and you can't get up to count a three. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great. Yeah. That is so great. Uh, next, number two. AJ Styles. What can you say? Yeah. AJ Styles is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's Absolutely. Got, he's the whole package. Great worker. Great on the mic. A lot of good charisma. You can either love him or you can hate him. Depending, and that's all up to him. And he's perfect transition, either you know, face or heel. Yep. I mean, the fans are going to cheer him. You know, he's going to be you know the top face. Or when he turns heel, he's still going to get cheered just because everybody loves him. But he's an, an amazing heel. You know, like the whole beat up John Cena. And yep, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Everything he does is damn near perfect. Yep. No, I took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Number one, Okada. Okada, best wrestler in the world, without bar none. And say what you want. Oh, well, if Cena and Reigns were in New Japan Pro Wrestling, some of the stuff they would have done would have been an eight. St- no, it wouldn't have. Yeah. And I like, I, I, no offense, that's no offense to either Cena or Reigns, but those matches Okada and Omega put on were just absolutely incredible yeah. matches. Any say, match that Okada has is. Incredible. Yep. You know, go back watching matches he had with uh, Shibata. Shibata, uh, Hiroki Goto. Yep. Uh, and he had a match with uh, Nakamura a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything that, granted, I know this list is, you know, just for the past year or whatever, but, you know, you, I'd, I'd challenge anybody to look up an Okada match and find one that's not good. Yep. I, do, I would challenge you as well. And I, I, I'm so happy that. He got this honor to, you know, I'm sure he feels very honored by it. So I'm going to yeah. say I'm glad he got the honor. Yeah. Say what you want about the list. Say what you want, but I'm it's sure all subjective. It means, but I'm sure I he, have no problem with any of these. No, I don't, and I'm sure he really is on is really honored to be called that by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Yeah. Uh, let's talk. I want to talk about uh, committed to wrestling. We had a show this past weekend, and then we'll get out of here. Show um had some great matches on it. A lot of debuts for Committed to Wrestling. That's one thing that's great about Committed to Wrestling. Other than three or four people, you're getting fresh matchups every week. Right. Uh, we had a fatal four-way match between Prince Adonis, Mr. Perfect, Connor Vega, Marco Stunt, and who was the f- uh, fourth? Dion. Dion Murphy. Marco Stunt. Have you ever seen, the, heard of, seen or heard of this guy? I've seen posts about him and you know pictures on like Facebook, but okay. that's, so that's my extent. You know, you've met Mo, right? Oh yeah, 
Marco Stunt would make Mo look like the Big Show. <laughs> he is just a little bitty dude, and his entrance, his entrance. Hold on, I got to pull up the song. Um, <laughs> speaking of Big Show, he's shaved and looks. Oh like, my God, he looks like Easter dudes. He looks like the Easter Island guys. <laughs> he looks like a slim King Kong Bundy. Well, what you, hey, what did you think of um, the tease between Balor and? Um, Gallows we, and we both called it. We knew we were standing there. It's like okay, at some point, it's going to be them three in the ring, and they're going to do something. And right when you thought it was going to happen, Elias, which just uh, blew through him. What about what if maybe it's Survivor Series or something? The club versus the Miztourage. Wouldn't that be anytime cool? the club you know gets together? You you know, I'm all for it. So uh, let's see. Let's see. So imagine you're watching a wrestling show and this comes on a song comes on. <laughs> Remember I don't have headphones. Well, this is a classic. And anybody that comes out to this is obviously intimidating. You know, and I love his shirt. He has a shirt that, um, him, but he, he, uh, is, uh, portrayed as a rug rat. <laughs> right, right. So, and when it hits the course, the, he has his fanny pack and he throws it up in the air. He just holds it in the air and he sings along to it and I'm just like a commentary in my mouth my jaw just drops <laughs> like this is seriously the greatest independent wrestling entrance I have ever seen and Pat freaking Benatar Um, but Pat Benatar um, but Pat yeah he comes out to Pat Benatar and these guys are flying all over the ring and I believe Mr. Furfit Connor Vega got the pins a very fun match right uh, next match we had um, Alex Cruz take on uh, Golden Simon Phillips in a great match. Alex Cruz, he's the, he calls himself the Aztec Warrior, and he's going to come on the show um, soon. The Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz, kind of you know he's a quick guy, but he's not really a flyer. He has a lot of technical wrestling abilities. He had a phenomenal match. Alex Cruz got the pin. Um, Eric Wayne and Damone Salavino taking on NRG. That was a good match. Uh, Eric Wayne is uh, quite the character at a wrestling show. That's I'll what just, I've heard. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, let's see. Uh, jo- uh, next level, Josh Rob Josh Matthews. Yeah, next level, Josh Matthews took on uh, Mason Tyler. Fun match. Mason Tyler, his uh, phrase is bite me. <laughs> okay. Or fight me. Fight me. Sorry. Okay, yeah. Not bite me. A little bit of a difference there. <laughs> uh, how about, oh, you know what a good tagline for bite me, fight me. Hey. Somebody needs to make that shirt. <laughs> bite me, fight me. Anyway. Um, it's like a dominatrix type gimmick or something. Yep. Yep. I'm pretty good at that. I got I got nothing. Uh and then for your main event, you had the seven foot tall monster Austin Towers taking on uh the 
committed to wrestling, heavyweight champion, Bishop Cage. And these two guys, man, Bishop Cage is probably one of the best wrestlers in Memphis now. I haven't seen him have a bad match since I've gotten to see him wrestle at I've seen him wrestle at Wildfire. I saw him wrestle Moose, which I would call one of my matches of the year. Him and Moose at RSWF. Um he's he's wrestled Reno Diamond to win this committed to wrestling champion. Right. And these two guys came out and the ref got knocked out in the match. Uh Bishop Cage hits a spear. Tries to pin him. Referee's not up. And uh, so Marco Rose comes out, tries, starts to count, but then he, you know, he makes the admission that I'm not a re- not a referee. I can't make this count. And right. by the time the referee comes around, Bishop Cage hits spear, and he's still your committed to wrestling champion. After the match, <laughs> Reno Diamond comes out and attacks Bishop Cage, and kicks the crap out of him. Hits him with the title. And fans leave, and such a great show, folks. Uh, I think the next one is. Uh, let me look on my calendar here. Sometime in September, I remember that September twenty twenty second, twenty first. It's either twenty first or twenty eighth. I'll get the date from you. Thirty seven fifteen South Perkins Road. If you're in the Memphis area, come out, check out Committed to Wrestling. Uh, I think we're going to get Reno Diamond taking on Bishop Cage again. That's going to be a great match. Mike, anything else in wrestling that we need to go over? Uh, we saw it earlier. They were talking about uh, Batista possibly being thrown out there to be in the Hall of Fame. Which, yeah, yeah, I can see it. And that's really all I got. Oh, the whole Rosemary and Sexy yeah, Star. Yeah, interesting thought here. Interesting stuff. Um, it looks like uh, Sexy Star took a little, few liberties in the ring. Rosemary ended up separating her shoulder, having a few injuries. Another girl, the other girl in the match, got um, busted open. And Sexy Star actually released a statement today. Yeah, it was really the worst statement you could possibly make. It, it had to have been like uh, trans, be, like bad translation or something, because most of it didn't make sense. It, yeah, none of it made sense to me. Um, it looks like. Um, sexy star is not making many friends right now, and I mean she tried to make it about her, is right? What it seemed like, which it sh- you know she got. I know she got kicked off Wrestle Circus, um, Wrestle Cade, Wrestle Cade. Excuse me, Wrestle Cade, uh, and Rosemary got picked up by him. Yeah. All right. Um, we're gonna take a quick break before we consider this thought. Uh, we will be right back. Welcome back. We belong. <laughs> Welcome back. We're going to continue our discussion here on um, Sexy Star and Rosemary. Um, be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. You can follow me. I am at Derek D E R I C K O V E R S E L L. At WolfMike23. Also, be sure you head over to the website, OversellPod.com, and check out the Amazon link right there underneath the main player while you were there. You're going to shop on Amazon anyway, so go ahead and do it and help out this podcast while we get it. I want to start. I really want to invest in a mini recorder, okay. A, because I think it would be easier doing commentary on the shows and have to lug everything around and just carry a couple of mics in this little mini recorder, set exactly. it right there. 
And I also wanted, like, while I'm backstage and stuff, it'd be cool to have that to um, do interviews, yeah. stuff like that. So hit that Amazon link up, folks. And, uh, yeah, we're going to use it to get stuff to help this podcast get better and everything like that. I used the Amazon link a couple weeks ago. Awesome. Great. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's nice. what he used it for. He, did, he got it to get Buffy the Vampire Slayer the board game, which... It's crazy t- fun. I tell you what, one day we'll have to play that WWE the board game and record it and record our reactions while we're playing it. We can talk wrestling the whole time while we're doing uh, yeah. it, too. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yep. Uh, yeah, but back to Sexy Star... Um, you know, her statement didn't seem, it had, like I said, it's lost in translation, but it did say, you know, the the statement I read, it did say that it was translated through Google Translate. So Ah, it could have lost a little bit in there, but it still made it sound like she was the victim. You know, I'm pretty sure Google Translate could pick up. I'm sorry in there. (laughs) Yeah. And I didn't see that. It wasn't in in there once. Statement. Um, but you know. It just sucks, and she's going to be blackballed from a lot of locker rooms. Yeah, I mean, she's already removed from WrestleCade and replaced uh, by, by Rosemary. Rosemary. Um, Cody Rhodes said she will not be in any locker room that he's in, Yep. which, you know, I think that's, uh, you know. Gone are the days, the 1980s days of coked-up locker rooms and shit like that where you can get away with everything without – having to pay the price or what you know that dumb shit which right a wrestler that i will you know, earn your keep and yeah. right and a res- you know the the committed to wrestling locker room is uh a very good locker room it's very relaxed it's very go back there and you we you know they cut up with each other um but they all seem to be friends and they all seem like good people that you can just talk to right i'm starting to develop a friendship with bishop cage because it turns out um, he went to Craig Mountain High School. He's the same age as me, so we yeah. did it. My senior year, junior senior year, we went to Craig Mott for a scrimmage, and he was on the football team there. So right. I wrestled, or I, I got to play football against him without without even knowing it. Right. Um. But he just he's a really nice guy. He's a really cool guy, and you know I never had talked to him before. So when I see him come out, I just see the intimidation right. of Bishop Cage. I'm like, keep this dude away from me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But now, now he's one of the guys I look forward to talking the most backstage. And then, you know, you have some some morons that just want to come in there and be dumb and take a taser to the dick of another wrestler. I'm not going to name any names. Um, but it's just like, man, the whole a locker room emptied out afterwards. And I don't know. It just seems very, 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 very. I guess you could say it's old school, whatever. But uh, you know, if someone hit me in the balls with a taser. I don't think I'm going to be too happy. Right. Anyway, or if you get your shoulder popped out. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty crappy on Sexy Star, and like it's someone that's such a beloved character on Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground, and then Rosemary. Apparently, she is pretty loved all over the place. Um, yeah. And she's great on Impact. I wouldn't. I've never. I know you. You watch more Impact than I do. I, I watch it every week now. I'm really, not lie. Yeah. really. And now here, Taya the Valkyrie is going to be making her debut soon. Yeah, They're doing like promos for her and stuff like that. Now that's pretty cool. Yeah, coming over with um, Johnny Mundo. What do what did that? What have they been doing with her? Uh, well, now that you ask me that, I haven't watched. I haven't caught up in the last. Gotcha. I think week, maybe. Maybe two weeks. I may be two weeks behind now, but I mean, I've you know, impact of I've watched for 
quite some time now. I mean, a lot of it since we you know started doing the podcast, you know, trying to branch out a little more. I mean, I really started watching Impact a couple of years ago when uh, Kurt Angle was saying that that was going to be his, you know, Swan at the time. time, that was his last year of wrestling, you know. Little did we know he'd end up in WWE and talking about a match now. But, yeah, I was really watching that. And, you know, I mean, there was a lot of a lot of entertaining things about it. But, I mean, it, it does get kind of shit on just for production value and the decisions that have been made. And apparently there's a lot of problems, you know, backstage with getting paid and all that type stuff. But, I mean, I still watch it every week. I mean, there are entertaining bits to it. There's a lot of... They've got a lot of talent there. It's just they have to figure out how to how to use it properly. Uh, is Eli Drake their new champion now? Did I see that? If so, it's happened in a couple of weeks, and I haven't seen okay, it. <laughs> okay. Just wondering. But yeah, I mean, I know they were. You know, they had to to strip uh, Alberto El Patron of it yeah, because of his guy. his stuff going on. Uh, but yeah, I mean Eli Drake, he's he's one of the best ones there. And then you got EC three. Um the knockouts division is pretty solid. It's, it's, it's gonna, entertaining it's only, and it's, it's something only different. Get, yeah. It, and it's only gonna get better with um with um Jeff Jarrett back, you know. Well, well I meant there. with uh Taya coming over for their knockouts yeah. division. And with John apparently Johnny Morrison. Yeah, Johnny Mundo is gonna be a part. Um you know, they've got, you know, names that you know, Bobby Lashley. Uh, you know, a lot of people have just recently left with their big uh, ownership change and all. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that there's still a lot up in the air about that company of if they're going to survive or not. But they did just uh, get renewed on Pop. So, I mean, they're they're mm-hmm. still going to be around for another that's, year. That's surprising televised. that they got, pop, pop, they got yeah. um, renewed. So, more power to them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's really all I've got this week. Mike, you got anything else? I think we've about covered it all. Okay. Well, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, got Mike, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? That was a little different that time. Yeah, you know, you got to shake it up every yeah, once Every in a while. now and then, yeah. Well, it's easy because I will go to my default right now Alexa Bliss. Okay. She won the okay. title back. I think she's deserving. But it is like you like we said earlier. It's a hot potato title, so we don't know how Jesus! much it really means. All right, uh, my superstar of the week. I got two. I'll get two. Local Bishop Cage. Gotcha. Uh, as far as WWE, it's a first ever for the Oversell Podcast that I'm picking this guy as my superstar of the week. It's the first ever time. Who do you think I'm going to pick? John Cena. John Cena. John Cena yep. is my superstar. Of the week, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for subscribing. That's the easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes. And while you're there, leave a five star review. We will read them on the air. Suggest your friends to listen to this podcast. Tell your friends. Tell their friends. Tell everyone you know to listen to this podcast. Help us out, folks. Hit that Amazon link at oversellpod.com. We thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Oversell Pod.